folks, this is the Sloppy Boys Blow, and I'm the Big Ham Bopper. I'm sitting here live in person with Jeffy D. Hey, folks. And to me, D. What, <laughs> what is up? Did you get married again? Timmy D. Why yeah. are they calling you Timmy D? I married Pauly D. For a <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pauly D, Pauly Shore. They should do a show together. They're stop. both MTV people. No, not stop. That's good. Yeah. Mm, resume. Okay, resume. Resume, <laughs> resume pod. All right, before we get into anything, yeah, we're going to have some fun on this podcast. We went to a fun thing, but I got something I need to bring up. Oh, boy. And Jeff, it concerns you and me, amigo. Oh, no. It, it concerns you and me, Does it have amigo. To do? Well, hey, I forgot to say this West Coast stylies. We're all in the same room. We're yeah. at Jeff's place. Yes. Mm-hmm. Does this involve who cooked breakfast for who? And, nope. No. No cooking nope. this time out. Not it even, involves uh, you and me, Jeff. I'm sort of setting it up as sort of a, a, a Han versus JD, but sure. that's not what it is. You and I are in this together. Oh. You and I have been trolled. I went back. No. At, yes, we have. And I listened to the last Patreon blowout we did. Mm. Which one was that? The candy bar one. Mm. Ah. And you and I yeah. were trolled. By none other than Tim Calpac is right in front of us. Did I gaslight you? Let me, here's what happened. It was made so crystal clear to me. Mm-hmm. Tim brought up this whole idea that eating a whole candy bar is insane. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's, no, he right. looks, he's yeah. down his nose at these people. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. And then. Then what does he do? He does not buy a whole candy bar and he nominates, even says the bite-sized version of his candy bar. Which is also, uh, he trolled us with the candy bar he picked. Good, Mr. Good Neighbor. Good, Mr. Good Bar. <laughs> Mr. Good Neighbor. <laughs> Mr. Good Neighbor. <laughs> Mr. Good Neighbor. Shout out to Nick, oh, Beck, Beck, and Kyle, Kyle and Dave. But my point is, Tim, you didn't even try to do the thing that you hated. And, you and feared and, oh, what would become of you. And... Mr. I don't like candy bars, I don't do candy bars, had an awful lot of insightful things to say about him as the podcast went rolling along. Yeah, he's also talking about, oh yeah, I've had a whole one of those, I've had a whole one of these. What's going on here, Mr. You don't know my social life, I'm out there, I'm being gifted the things. Eating Ah. full candy bars. And we did start to call it out a little bit on the podcast, but when I listened back, I really, it really hit me, this guy has not done the thing, and it's it's probably You're saying I didn't understand the assignment? (laughs) No, I think you did, and you trolled us. See, you do buy full-size candy bars not from regularly, time but from to time. time. Now, Jeff, you're more on my side, but you, you're not saying it's insane or wrong to buy a candy bar, but, but you don't do this behavior. Right. Right. Um, and he went out and bought 13. Well, for the pot. Hey, for guess pot. how many of those I finished? All 13. One. No, only the Butterfinger and the Heath. <laughs> did you... Where are they now? Did you chuck the rest, or are they still in, I think the, in the city in the, sewer right now? Uh, <laughs> um, because I saw, I did gave out, I gave out the rest to my adult friends. That's nice. Then a trick or treating situation. <laughs> no, not a trick or treat situation. Well, because <laughs> I saw a tweet the morning after Halloween that somebody had sat, some nerd, I guess, sat out a bunch of full size uh, candy bars outside, mm. and um, then kept. Uh, took notes of like of, of oh, the inventory and afterwards said like it's he must have lived in a small town because it seemed like only like 20 or 30 kids came mm. but um you know what uh candy bar was skipped entirely butterfinger no wow. no it's just these young kids they don't know bart 
they, you know what <laughs> the number one part. was? I think that they were probably overwhelmed by the full size bar of it all, but their number one was just a Hershey's chocolate bar. Interesting. That's, that just shows you they don't know, they don't know anything. <laughs> What's that? I mean, they chose what they want, and and the, the experiment was to see what they want. But it's not based on any real life experience, <laughs> or they wouldn't have gone with the Hershey. Right, but we're not saying what do middle aged people do. We're saying what did these kids do? <laughs> okay. I think the the those Butterfingers are <laughs> they tough. Don't know anything. <laughs> they don't. Those Butterfingers are tough to eat. The whole one is tough. Yeah, it's going to be It's tough. Um, here's what I'll say. I wish, maybe this is a flaw in the, the producing of this podcast. <laughs> no. I wish I had Could bought be. 13 candy bars and done a taste test. That yeah, would have yeah, been yeah. fun. Sure. But I reject the idea that a man who doesn't buy candy bars isn't also eating and familiar with candy bars. They're around. I'm. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. That's true. That's you, true. you walk the world like any <laughs> yeah. of us. I, I walk the world. People say, well, hey, sir, would you like a Mr. Good? <laughs> um, I don't know. Is it family size or fun size? Um, I'll tell you this. I, I like that um, I, uh, when I specifically wrote for I Love You America on Hulu, Sarah Silverman's show, that's when I was eating a lot of going in the break room mm. and there was a lot of candy and but they didn't have full sure. size. Well, what's around is so much of it. What's around, but like, yeah, I mean, no one's handing me a hundred grand. So maybe I've never had a full size hundred grand bar, mm. but can I not still say that hundred grand has crispy rice and caramel? Oh, can I not say that? <laughs> can I, I, I can judge most of these from, uh, from having eaten the, the, the fun size and not desiring anymore. Sure. But, but with the full candies bar episode, you eating a whole one would like I wouldn't well, I wouldn't pick bar bar finger butterfinger because I wouldn't eat a whole one sure but I eat whole I mean it took me it took me a couple stabs to get through that butterfinger yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you one other thing yeah. about the uh, I I recently posted my just my rough rankings of eh I saw that good online. and best of of the thirteen <clears throat> and you know who came after me the hardest was Twix gang oh yeah. Oh yeah, Twix the, gangs. The, the, they're the, brutal. The Twix road oh, stands. It's the only bar with the cookie crunch. It's good. I, mm-hmm. What you put it in meh? mid? Mid, uh, in middle. Good. <laughs> I'm surprised. I thought you would like mid. that. I like Twix, but it's not. It doesn't have the snap of a Heath or a Butterfinger or. I would say it does have a snap. <laughs> well, the Heath. The, you, the, you, well, you it's got the literal alone. snap, but I'm talking about the emotional <laughs> snap. Oh, oh, you might be alone on the Heath. Th- I like a Heath, but I don't think the average person is is salivating over Heath bars. Tim, what's or right is not always popular, and what's popular. <laughs> Yeah, not always those right. kids were they didn't seem to know he anything said it before uh okay well that we've we could do probably a whole podcast series on butter sure fingers. and we will but mike I, you're, before you change the subject let me just say hmm. jeff said it took him multiple goes multiple sittings to get through his butterfinger and you said yeah, yeah I sure mean, the so, whole thing is like no he's wrong too he, if he really was gonna test he's the whole thing well that's the thing i think it's a negative yeah. experience to eat a whole candy bar that's why i don't buy them and yeah for so you, then you don't have a pick then that would be it okay um for you who does buy them you better not be rolling this <laughs> from time to time from time to time once a month I'd say maybe less than that's that. still less nuts than to me. Yeah, four times a year. Let's say four times a year. I am purchasing a candy bar. Now I hope when you buy that Snickers, you're eating the whole thing because otherwise you're full of shit as fast as you it can. It don't last long when okay. it's around me. It's yeah. going, going, gone. Yep, and uh, <laughs> all that remains is the shiny wrapper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Wait, what's going? Go, is going, going on a tagline for a candy bar? It's a uh, baseball. Familiar. Going, going, <laughs> no, going. I know it's from baseball, but is it also a food? Did a food appropriate the baseball 
phrase. Uh, no, it could be. Going, going, gone. I think that's maybe... I a... bet that's come up in a commercial for food before. Sure. Mike, here's what you do. Come out with me. Shadow me. You see people coming up to me. Hey, come back. It's having, having nut rages. Here you go. You want a hundred million dollar grand? What was it? Hundred grand? Thousand grand? <laughs> oh, oh, a lot of grand. Uh, hundred, grand. a lot of hundred grand stands coming after me too. Really? Yeah. <laughs> See, I wouldn't think of that. I, 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 when I saw your picture, I thought the Twix had and not old, not random old people, young, beautiful women, <laughs> <laughs> shapely, <laughs> pulsing bodies. All right. Well, we're moving on from that topic on to a new topic. <laughs> Damn. We're moving on to what we're doing today: the blowout. Now, what are we going to do today? What we're doing or what we did? Well, what in this world of this podcast, this episode, we're about to do, wink, wink, we already yeah. did it yesterday, mm-hmm. but we watch and we're about to watch or whatever. <laughs> we, can, we, can, we don't have to obscure the timeline. Yeah. We last, watched it last we, night. We, last night we, we went we, to a movie, okay? Yeah. Well, <laughs> last night, but we're doing, we're doing the wraparound today. Yeah. 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 We went to uh, an event called the Grateful Dead uh, Meet Up at the Movies, which they've done this before. It's very fun. Theaters across the country will show uh, concerts, Grateful Dead concerts. But the all the same concert, the same per year. They they pick. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're watching this concert. That way, whether you're in Rochester, New York, mm-hmm. or pff, Laconia, Bridge. New Hampshire, sure. yes, you have a shared experience, which I yeah. think the Dead are maybe about. I They're don't know, building I'm a community. But yep. why does the Dead have a monopoly on this great idea? How come I've never seen another... You know what? Uh, I don't think they do. You, you know, every once in a while, you'll go to a uh, movie theater, and it's like, there'll be a little poster or a trailer for yeah. like, we're showing an, an opera from Italy. That's true. I've never seen anyone go to those, I know, but, no, and no, I no. never know when they are, but they happen. That's true. I, I think Monty Python did an event like this Ooh. in the last decade. Or, or like, yeah, they, you do see like lofty bands doing it, like Pink Floyd will do it at like the yeah. Boston Museum of you Science You just don't or get like uh, the announcement. But like theaters everywhere should do yeah. Jamiroquai. Live in Verona. <laughs> Jamiroquai, uh, sublime. <laughs> um, I was just remembering, I forget what episode of the show was, but you guys were talking about your difference of opinion on something, and Mike, you said it was because mm. you're into jam <laughs> jam band and it's more flowing. It was yeah. the way we pick uh, ideas for the, the yeah. podcast. And uh, I'm uh, rigid zeros and ones. <laughs> rigid yeah. zeros and ones. I was listening to that back and... Uh, yeah, they, I like that Jeff, you agree. You're like, yeah, yeah, it's rigid zeros and ones. It's not art. <laughs> it's even the music. You listen to your own music. You're like, oh, no. <laughs> well, you were being facetious. Yeah, like, yeah, you were, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. But, but I like the idea of you putting, choosing to put on. I'm like, I wish I could listen to the jam stuff that Mike listens to. <laughs> yeah, the, the art that I listen to, which is like stony. guys <laughs> just thinking. Um, I first heard of the meetup at the movies in... 2019, Mike, mm-hmm. you texted me and said, want to go see Giant Stadium 1990 at the Arclight? The beloved... I keep telling people it's 91. You might be right, 1990. I think it's 90 because... Uh, we watched it in 91. <laughs> wait a second. You might be right because Spring 90 is is a beloved era for a different reason, but this show had Bruce Hornsby. Right, and that was 91? Maybe I'll, maybe I'll do a little Spotify search because I've saved that album. Uh, it's a good album, but it's very fun. We were at the Arclight when that was still around. The sound, Jeff, they put that, it was like 24-point sound or something like that. Oh, yeah. They put it to good use. You need to look up uh, the Grateful Dead's wall of sound. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I, that, that would blow so, your so mind. So, wait, when did Jerry die? 95. Really? That late? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Damn, I thought that dude was dead my whole life. 
No, no, he was he was in the band for for a long time. Mike, you're right. 91, 91. 91. Wow. Yes. Okay. Um. Well, so oh, he di- he died in 95. 91 was Giant Stadium. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, uh, all right. Well, why don't we just uh, play the tape from our real experience? Quick. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Have you seen that movie where Reese Witherspoon does the the Pacific Crest Trail? No, I no. remember that coming out though. What's that called? Reese Trail, on the move. Trailheads. Walking, walking Witherspoon. <laughs> yeah. Reese is on the go. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Reese's Pieces. There's no wrong way to walk with Reese. <laughs> Um, she can walk slow. She can walk fast on that trail. There's no long way to rock it with Reese. <laughs> I love the scene where she's walking fast. The scene where she's walking slow. Uh, <laughs> um, there's a scene in that. I like when movies do this. There's a scene in that movie where um, you're like, I guess this movie takes place in 1995. And then she's walking on the trail and people are like, Jerry died. And mm. there's a scene where they're like, oh, a bunch of hippies are sad. And and I love that. Like Mr. Holland's opus has a scene where they're like John Lennon died. Like, yeah. Oh, oh I, yeah. I like when you do a little historical. When fiction. did Kurt Cobain die? He wasn't soon before ninety four, maybe. Yeah. yeah, that I remember. I remember. I remember my friend. This is embarrassing. My friend called me and said Kurt Cobain died, and I was like, Oh man, who's that? <laughs> and he's like the Nirvana guy. And I was like, Oh yeah, oh yeah, sure, sure, yeah. And then I listened to nothing, but I I got obsessed with. Uh, I mean, I already liked. Never mind, but then I listened to a lot of In Utero right after that and said, mm. Kurt's just like me, man. Hey, yeah. why? All right, let's listen to the, yeah. uh, let's get on. Let's the, play the yeah. clips. Yeah, we got a bunch clips. of them. Sure. It's a full spectrum experience. And then we'll meet back here and we'll uh, chit chat about what we thought of the show. I love it. Uh, what is up? Uh, Cal Piquet here uh, in, in Jeff's car with uh, Jeff and Mike. Okay, so we're sitting across from the movie theater. Mm-hmm, the Lemley. The Lemley. And uh, here's what we haven't discussed is what show we are about to be seeing here. Mike, is it Copenhagen 72? 73, I, I think. But let me uh, let me just... Uh, let me... Okay, look. while you Google that, I'll explain to Jeff the significance of... Uh, Great, I would love to hear it. Well, Europe... This is like Mike. Is this when Mickey Hart is out of the band? Like his his dad screwed them out of money and oh, ran away. Story. Yeah, yeah. Like the drummer's dad was their manager and he stole all their money and they were broke. Yeah, and That's then the, the song "He's Gone" is all about. That. Yeah. So Mickey Hart's dad goes to Mexico with all their money and then Mickey Hart is too depressed to even be in the band. Mm-hmm. Then they go. They tour Europe. I'm pretty sure this is summer '72 because '72 50th anniversary. I'm just reading the thing. Here. 50th anniversary of the summer 72 Europe 72 album. Uh, this is in the Tivoli Concert Hall. Oh, Tivoli. Tivoli. 4-17-72 in, you're right, Copenhagen, Denmark. Um, well, so they got one drummer instead of two drummers. That's notable. That'll be interesting. That's, and, that's a good reason to have two drummers in case something like that happens. <laughs> yeah, in case David Dutton pulls some shit on, <laughs> on us. Yeah, um, David Dutton's stealing our cash. Um, the I guess the other thing to, to say about this European <laughs> tour is that, like, they were recording all these shows and then they. Now, Mike, why are you coughing? He's got a little something, something in his throat. I got COVID. COVID yeah. <clears throat> um, they recorded these shows, Jay, and then they they took some of the best cuts and they put out a live album called Europe '72. 
that a was classic album. A, it's like a four vinyl, four different discs type of thing. Right? Yeah, you you've seen it, Jeff. It's the it's or the double. Uh, don't assume I've seen it. Oh, Mike. you've seen the picture. Well, you know the art from the, the front. Cartoon guy splashing the uh, pushing the ice cream, ice cream cone, cone into his, his face. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I I'll say that 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 live album was my way in to the dead and and probably actually almost most people's way in because it was like they they had done the sort of psychedelic 60s shit before that but this is what made everyone know like yeah. they're not just like acid bay area weirdos they kind of like are road dogs and then they're really good and you you uh if you go on uh spotify yes. you can see a bunch of europe 72 like they re- released a whole bunch more albums from different shows across europe in 72 and they all have sort of the same type of art the front they're very cool cool and it's a good balance they're play, you know they they're playing uh they're they're getting trippy but you're getting like one more saturday night and some just like a lot of rock songs yeah, you'll, have, you'll have some fun jeff I'm, I'm curious jeff what you'll think because uh you're not a big fan but i think you'll enjoy it because it's gonna look cool it's gonna be from 73 you're gonna see some cool clothing i'm looking forward to it with an open heart mike good i'm looking forward to i've i've heard a lot of me you know on spotify i've listened to a lot of stuff from this tour but i haven't watched videos so you know, we're gonna see. This is a Jerry pre weight gain, right? This mm-hmm. is this it's is like a black haired. slim, slender Jerry, and uh, and it's a lean, mean band. Uh, I'm excited to take it all. Is this in. like the Donna Godshaw? Is she the singer? Is she there? Oh yeah. Well, she, is it? She was married to Keith, right? The right. Keyboard that, player. One of the keyboard players. So I want to say yes. I think they're on. Yeah. I in Europe. Is... They better be. Seventy two. Um, what you gonna do? I'm not a huge fan of her vocals, but I do like Keith's keys. A lot of people, there are a lot of people who they'll hear Donna Godshaw start chiming in, and they're like, "All right, <laughs> I'm out." Um, what do you say we go check it out? Yeah. All right, slopheads, this is the big hand bopper. I'm uh, just stepping out for a second. The boys are up there on stage playing great. Playing uh, Jack Straw, Jack Straw from Wichita, and I'm heading outside into the uh, lobby here. I'm gonna see what type of concessions I can get my hands on. Ooh, methinks they had hamburgers when we came in. I'm gonna check it out. All right, Cal PK here. I just kind of struck out of the concessions. I wanted to get some food. Hot food was closed. I wanted more beer, and the beer tops were closed. So I had white wine and an ice cream sandwich. Back in. Hey, folks. Dust here. We're 30 minutes in, and the guys are locked in a groove. Uh, I feel like this is the first time I'm meeting Jerry Garcia, not to mention Phil Lesh. And the guys are really... I'm knowing more stuff than I thought I would, and I I don't know, I'm I'm, I'm very impressed. Really liking it. What is up? Cal PK here in the back of the theater. It's a cool vibe. Everybody's chilling and watching. I did fall asleep for one second, but that's okay. Everything is going great. Oh, uh, one more Saturday night is really tearing it up here. It's rocking, man. We should start covering this song. The gang is crushing it, folks. They're locked in. They're dead, and they're grateful, baby. Okay, we're walking out of the movie theater. Mike, what were you just saying? Ooh, I was just talking about, uh, what was that movie that Will Ferrell and, uh, and Julia Louis-Dreyfus were in? That ah. was uh, the Force Majeure remake. Downhill? Yes. 
Yes. I think it was downhill. I didn't see it. I don't know anyone who did. No, nobody saw that one. It's kind of funny to just remake a comedy, you know? Yeah. So they say, yeah, you got all the laughs overseas, now let's bring them home. You know what was giving us some laughs was that concert we just watched. Yeah. yeah. I love Lash. Lash, man, he he fully laughed through the whole show, didn't he? Yeah, he had some good laughs. Something was going on side stage and really chuckled me. Yeah. Crack up. I think there's a rubber chicken over there. (laughs) Um, It's an interesting show because it's, uh, you know, last time uh, me and Mike went to meet up at the movies, it was Giant Stadium 1990. So, you know, you're getting drums and space and all this, like, trippy, drawn-out stuff. This was just a little rock band rocking away. And the crowd was, like, sitting on the floor in front of them at one point. Oh, I, yeah, the, also the crowd wasn't very mic'd. You couldn't really tell no. what was the vibe, the room vibe. And even in the front felt sparse. Yeah. Like energetic, but... I liked them... Anytime they cut to the Jerry's camera angle, I really liked that. It was kind of like looking right up at his face, and it felt pretty intimate, but... Yeah, uh, I was noticing that with, with like a concert movie. It's it's great when they just have like really long, close shots on people because you get to see... Like yeah, personality. This was like the first time I felt like I got to know Jerry. Like, what's he about? Because mm-hmm. he, he was always this un- inscrutable, like, ball of hair. Mm-hmm. And I'd seen him play guitar and be like, okay, cool, but like, this is just long uh, wanking. Yeah. And here I really felt like, oh, he's singing. We're close on his face. Right. I, I feel like I'm getting to know him. And this but is like a tighter, a tighter show. Like, the one that Tim was just referencing. That was a long, like, a, maybe a two-and-a-half-hour show or something. Mm. And they showed, like, every like from start to finish. This kind of jumped in the middle. I think that was the broadcast. Uh, it was on Danish TV. It was like they joined them mid-show or something. Because yeah. that did seem like a very strange song. Right. They took the, the intermission pretty early. But it was a really good a mix. Like, like Jerry's vocals were good. You don't always get mm. that. Like, he sounded uh, good, and they sounded tight, and, and it was, like, mixed for vocals. You don't, you don't really get that a lot. Mm-hmm. Good. The boys uh, were doing it. It was just little bangers left and right. Some good Jerry solos. And I liked in, uh, you know, I don't always like uh, uh, Bob Weir's cowboy shit, but when they did uh, El Paso, yeah, that Marty Robbins cover, Jerry is just noodling away the whole time. It's just like... Yeah, it's just constant. He's like... Just like running every... Like a scale up and down for an entire song. It's fun. I was impressed by Bob Weir. I always felt like, oh, he's the other guy. But, uh... Yeah, there's a documentary called The Other One. Oh yeah, he's a he's a real ripper though, and I yeah. I've seen him. You know, we saw Dead and Company. Yeah, is is, is that he's there? younger? He's much younger than Jerry too, so he was like the little brother. Are they the Grateful Dead anymore, or is it just Dead and Company, or is that uh, when, when John well, Mayer? I mean, they kind of just had their grand finale, and it remains to be seen who, if any of them, will continue. But it was they're doing De- one Dead last tour this coming summer. Oh right, that's what they announced. And you said it's just Bob and the drummer. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Phil Lesh was. I saw him in. For their 50th anniversary uh, shows in Chicago, uh, Phil Lesh was in that. It was every it was all the remaining members with Trey Anastasio and who was the piano player? I forget the piano player was somebody. It wasn't Bruce Hornsby, was it? Uh, maybe it was. Maybe I forget. Oh, for real? I thought you were joking. That's cool. Bruce Hornsby played with them in. in actually, that show that me and Mike saw, right? That yeah, uh, Giant, Giant Stadium. Stadium. Just like one tour in 1990 he played with them and he couldn't commit because he was he had his whole his own career but it's that's my favorite era of the dead just because i love bruce hornsby's like his giant hands on the piano it adds uh so much to the band i think i think he um had to he could only do one summer one year of touring because uh he had to go hang out with valerie mike valerie mike 
Was that that's on Call On Me? I always thought it was Valerie. Call on me. Call on me. Valerie. Is that what it is? Oh yeah, it yeah. Call On Me Valerie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, did he play on that? Boy I used to be. That's huh? that's a Hornsby song. No. Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. Not to mention Really? Tis. Mm. Editor's note, I was correct here. It is Steve Winwood. That's right, Valerie is Steve Winwood. What's his big song? Um, the Tupac sample? That's just the way it is. <laughs> you know, this um, isn't him, but it's also a good song. I got a fast car. Drives around you, drive away. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy Chapman? Who That's that? right, Tracy yeah. Chapman. Um, good wait, song. D- we talked about that. This came out like during the pandemic that... um. On uh, jambase.com or something, <laughs> they were doing these like regular uh, Grateful Dead streams of shows, and then they would get Dave Lemieux, the the archivist guy, would um, yeah. interview people before the show, and he interv- oh, did a Zoom interview with <laughs> Bruce Hornsby. And he was like, tell me about Jerry. And uh, Hornsby was like, oh, Jerry's the best. I mean, he's so funny. He's the one who turned me on to the Jerky Boys. <laughs> <laughs> and Dave Levine's like, what? He's like, we would listen to Jerky Boys <laughs> like, and crack never up. who turned you on to the Jerky Boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we all know you like the Jerky Boys. You never... David and Hornsby? Uh, Bruce Hornsby likes the Jerky Boys? And, so and then Jerry turned him on. Like, picture Jerry giggling away to uh, Jerky Boys tapes. And wow. he said that um, he wouldn't name names because it was too mean but he said they were inspired by the jerky boys so they made crank calls and that their thing that they would do this is very mean they'd call up like session players or like touring musicians and ask them like in be like hey uh, we're calling from like ringo star or some like big yeah. sellout tour that would be a lot of money but that they oh, thought was wow. like uncool they'd be like would you want to come uh, play bass guitar on the road for ringo star and then that was just like a, a oh, evil man. prank yeah, to play yeah. on people. um and and hornsby knew that that was like bad but like yeah just them the idea of like n- mid 90s dead <laughs> like or early 90s dead like listening to the jerky boys and laughing in the green room well, the jerky boys were brand new too so like what is this new crazy thing <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I love how like the look of it too like the uh, the video or whatever they shot for the broadcast it had that glowy thing where the mm-hmm. guitar would trail or Jerry's yeah. hair would trail a little bit when the light would hit it just so Yeah, but also like um, just how they did the stage with there's no big screen or anything they just did like um, they reupholstered all the amps to be tie-dye mm, in a way yeah, that I was just it, like was that, just yeah. like delightful to look at I liked uh, the very first when the movie just started. It was like the like ads for companies and stuff uh, associated with Grateful Dead. One was Nugs. Oh yeah, there are so many cottage yeah. industries like that have like yeah. have like popped up around the Grateful Dead. Like Nugs.net and Dead.net both had like. <laughs> And they're like Ads very for, active for, for like, like streaming or like message streaming boards. Like all, the, all the shows. It looked like Nugs.net was like its own Spotify for for jam, yeah, for jam that's bands. That's been around for a while. I've never really known what it, it's been, but I've always owned Nugs.net. But yeah. it, it also just feels like a, a labor of love mm-hmm. from like weird, not weird, from enthusiasts like uh, the archivists and the message board people yeah. and stuff. Like it feels like Star Wars despecialized super or something nerdy, like that. Super nerdy group that like collectively collectively is into it and and knows the like the way the way people are nerdy about like sports or nerdy about like you're saying yeah, Star mm-hmm. Wars even just like yeah all the all the minutia of it. 
Yeah, I get nerdy um, about um, my, you know, um, scales and uh, all of my different compositions and compositions. arrangements. Yeah. I get really nerdy with all my science equipment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, beakers, bubblers, and such. I'm a nerd. Bunsen Bettis. <laughs> well, that's it from Meet Up at the Movies. Bye. Bye. There it is. We had a great time. Now, I was being a good sport to begin with in the car, mm-hmm. saying, I'm going in here with an open heart, yeah. you know, all that open sort of mind. stuff. I'll tell you, I wasn't terribly, terribly looking forward to it. Based on the recovery sure. day of the um, drink of the week. Oh, that was a tough oh, That was yes. a rough day. That was a rough one. But I, I've, I've always felt kept at arm's length from Grateful Dead. And like I said, this time I felt like I really got to know Jerry. There's something about seeing a guy sing and having a camera right up on him. Especially when he's a guy who yeah. doesn't sing all the time, is known for his guitar playing, and is hidden under a big mop of hair. Well, it's so funny. Maybe uh, I could be putting words in your mouth, but like... He's such a huge figure, yeah, in the rock world and especially in the, like the jam world. And he just looks—he's wearing like a black shirt. He's yes. kind of standing off to the side. Sometimes he's like uh, parallel with the um, right. drummer, right? When somebody else is like playing or singing, like he doesn't take the stage. Like, oh, not oh, a sh- not a showman in the entire band. No, like, like not uh, at all. Like elite musicians. Uh, uh, on many different instruments, and you know they they play together in mm-hmm. amazing little different combinations, but. Not a single guy up there emoting and putting on like a crazy Freddie no. Mercury esque. Agreed. Performance. And I'll tell you what, as far as uh, banter, did you notice the lack of banter? That's not just an accident. Jerry flat out says no chit chat. No chit chat. And here's the reason we'd be bad in segment one. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does a little shit chat. <laughs> I'll do um, shit chat. No, like even, you know, like famously, like Bob will be the one, like, hey, everybody's got to step back and, and, mm-hmm. and Lesher, like they'll do some crowd control. And they did some of that in this show when they were like, yeah, this is like the most kind of they talk. Yeah. Um, in general, they're just sort of like, they're not a chatty band and they just let the music do the talking and they tune up for like 20 minutes and stuff. But I heard an interview with Jerry where he said that he, has never said anything on stage and he thinks it well first off you got to watch interviews with this guy because there is no pretension like i thought he was going to be like yoda you know when i got into him i was like oh he's going to be like this guru yeah, and he's yeah. going to be like dylan or something and be pontificating no he's like a goofball in interviews or he wants the interview to be over like right he's just like no ego normal guy he doesn't really like in doing interviews so when he does he tries to turn things into jokes but he said, um, and he has a lot of shit like this that's fucking fascinating. He thinks it's not fair for him to talk into a microphone. He's like, that's a position of power that I don't really think it deserves. There's, there's a lot of people out there. And then I have this big megaphone and I tell them my ideas. I don't feel worthy of that. Hmm. I'm a guitar player and I'm a he's singer. Like, I'll sing the song. Yeah, but other than that. And, and he's like, I, I think if I were to do it, I would feel like it's exploitation. Huh. Interesting. Man, that's got to be acid, right? Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, can't, I can't. I mean, that's the thing, too. Like, when you're watching the show, we were watching it last night, and they'll zoom in on people's faces. They're just like in their own world. Like, they are so like acid. Hands out. flying, uh-huh. dexterous hands moving at cheetah speed. Yeah. And then just yeah. like the most relaxed faces you've ever seen, just like. Eyes floating around the yeah. other band members. The uh, the hands comes from him being a his background is in bluegrass. He played banjo before guitar, mm-hmm. um, and then the uh, 
Mike, you've heard that story about the dosed cake, right? Yeah. Like, he was like, there's like some famous show at like the Winterland Ballroom in San Francisco where it was like somebody's birthday and there was a cake and he's like, he was like, man, I want some of that cake, but I know it's dosed. Oh, man. Yeah, and that was the thing. Like you just be backstage like, like somebody's dosing this. Also, why do people stuff. dose each other? Like, why? Are you, I don't know. Thing. But he, seems he like a bad... was hungry and he said, he said this birthday cake really <laughs> looked good. And he ate a piece and it was dosed. And he said it was like the worst trip of his life. And this, the thought, he was on stage when it hit him. And he's like, I guess I'm just going to have to play for my life. Well, he thought <laughs> he had this uh, these um, uh, hallucinations that the mafia was after him. Mm. And if he didn't play well, they'd kill him. <laughs> and he's like, I'm playing for my life up here. That's so funny. He's like, it worked. And so it's like he brought that mentality <laughs> into his solos. Like, And that they played thousands of shows like on acid all the time. Like, what? What are the crazy but, thoughts they're having or like seeing? And like, uh, wait, wasn't there somebody who came into UCB and for a class show brought brownies and didn't tell people they were weed brownies? Right, right. I forget who that was, but he was the you guy didn't from get arrested for that. Right? He was the guy from yeah, Amazing yeah. Race. Like, I, I guess like back in the '60s when you're in a band, you could like dose the cake, and it's like, oh man, <laughs> now I'm fucked for the next couple hours. But in the modern era, like. That's a crime. I think yeah. I feel like with the Grateful Dead, it was like we're all in the, that we would be doing that anyway. So yeah, I don't, but but you're right. I, that's what's that's wild. what's the story of um, no heavy metal man? That's oh, a Jerry story, right? It, it, that was yeah. It was for <laughs> it was John Popper said that John John Popper sat in with the dead. <laughs> the the uh, blues traveler was opening for the dead. Okay, and then the dead's manager, who's quoted the road manager guy with the, the rough voice. Oh yeah, in yeah. That pa- uh, the documentary package. Uh-huh. People like, yeah, man, where's it going? <laughs> Multiple times, like <laughs> like they didn't get any Jerry time. Before, I think they uh, John Popper like eventually met him and he was nice. Um, but before the show, didn't get. Oh no! Yeah, he did. It, it was both of them. First, the that's what it was. The uh, the road manager was like, "Thanks, great to have you guys. Thanks so much for opening the dead, uh, blues traveler. We love you guys. Just hey, no heavy metal." <laughs> and they're like, "Okay, weird joke." And then later, Jerry was like, "Hey, great, you're playing with us. Okay, just no heavy metal." <laughs> so <laughs> like, clearly, mean? I think that they probably think that anything that is not like the most like flowery, loopy rock music yeah. is like heavy metal, and and that just that they would have perceived it at the time. Maybe just I I, I don't know, like rocking too hard, or like, like or like showy, or like needlessly garish, or huh. winding up the crowd, or I what guess is so. I mean, I think it's like anyone, like anything that's not jam band music, they were just sort of afraid of the unknown. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know what that means. That's weird. Well, uh, going into... Think of Blues Traveler. They're so similar to yeah. that. Yeah. And like who, who heavy metal and Blues Traveler in the same <laughs> sentence is kind of wild. But going into this, I thought of the dead basically as like Waffle House. You know, like we went to Waffle House. It was a and, disappointment. Oh, Waffle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, as, as far as like has this huge, huge following... And I was just like, I don't get it. I, I don't get Waffle House. Mm-hmm. I ordered the wrong thing or whatever. And then watching this movie, I felt by the end of it, like I was amongst old friends. Hey, well, the, the that's thing, good to know. The thing, yeah, I think the thing too is uh, watching it. Like if we if we just like the, sat down and listened the, to it, the I visual like, mm. the visual component was key. Yeah. Was, was the you missing see who's bit. doing what, and you can hear it was the cheesy gordita crunch. And now I see them not as Waffle House, but my beloved Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I'd be curious if you would listen to more of them. If you be like, if you just listen to them on Spotify, like a whole show, if you'd be like, yeah, I can get in this, or it's like, oh, this I'm not in the mood because for because now I can picture Phil Lesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, it's so weird that watching <laughs> live music is fun. You know, like it's an art form that's audio and it should just be listening to it. But yeah. watching is great. I think it helps their vibe. I really like that show because of the that there's piano in the mix, and that's the version of Dead I really like. Is like when they're like a when they remind me of the Muppets band, you know, and they're yeah. just like rocking out, and the piano is heavy in the mix, and it's fun to watch for because this is early in their, you know, they, I guess they started in like '65, but this is '72, so it was still they're a relatively young band. They're getting huge, like they're going to Europe. That's like a big. They're playing Europe, but they're playing theaters as opposed to like in the eighties, they're playing stadiums. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was interesting to watch like, cause I know they don't have a set list. They have a little chat before the show about the first two or three songs. And then from that point forward, it alternates uh, just a Jerry song and a Bob song. Really? And they get to pick. And what about the, what about Pigpen? Yeah, right. Well, Pigpen died, so, may- oh, okay. so maybe this is... It's not a hard is- and fast rule. There were a couple of Bob sure, songs. Sure, 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 Also, Pig- Pigpen, that- I was surprised. That I, f- I forgot Pigpen was around in 72. Yeah, I, I don't know when he died. Um, and also, Keith was playing piano. Donna was not uh, singing. But she was, from the footage, she looks like she was on tour with him. Also, that thing we just watched yesterday, that was not the full set, and things seemed out of order. I looked at the set list. It was only 90 minutes. Yeah, I think it was like was the Denmark... Funny. TV broadcast or mm. something. Yeah, but I thought it was. I thought they said it was live at the beginning. Maybe it got it, reshuffled. I felt like it ended abruptly. I went, yeah. After one more Saturday night, it was over. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, that, and from the set list that I saw, that wasn't the end. And they did play a Dark Star. Uh, Jeff, the other thing too, you didn't see like those songs were all probably sub six minutes. What do you mean? The song lengths. Yeah. If it was like long jammed out. Like this, this, the 90 show, 91 right. show we saw, like the first song was like 14 minutes. <laughs> right. And, and like famous, like Dark Star is always half an hour. Yeah. Like, uh, it's yeah. cool and it goes places, but if if you're there for the first time, you'd be like, what the? Well, this we was doing? a good entry point for exactly. me. Exactly. I think that what, yeah, like, they, I mean, they lose me for sure. In Even in general, in, in this show, I'm not a big pig pen guy because I don't really love blues, and I don't, especially like white bands playing blues. And then some of the Bob Weir cowboy stuff bores me but i do i did like uh, el paso yeah but what i like watching was like just trying to figure out how they're reading each other because i know i've i've bob was on um broken record i think kind of recently in the last year talking to malcolm gladwell or rick rubin mm-hmm. and he was saying like jerry would play a song bob would play a song jerry would play a song and they'd start uh, by the end of like by the end of a Jerry song, after they'd like jam it out and the jam would kind of hit its peak and then they were kind of outroing it, Bob would then start like playing, suggesting the lick of the of the Bob song you want to play, and Jerry would hear it, and then they'd all try to make that transition together. Yeah, that's cool. and there's some of those transitions are like famous, like like Spar- Scarlet Begonias into uh, Fire on the Mountain became like a whole thing. Some of those transitions are fucking terrible, yeah, and that's yeah. what's fun. It almost makes it like sports watching them try to sometimes hand off a song, and it's just like, oh. There are some. <laughs> I have this uh, app called Relisten, where it's every like Grateful Dead song, every f- concert, every Fish concert, every like. All jam bands, but like any concert you want, you find it. And sometimes the recording is good or not. And uh, how does it compare to a Nugs.net? <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's free, so I, I don't oh. know. Nugs.net, you might need to sign up. But yeah, there are some on there you listen to, and it's just like, boy, uh, Jerry or Bob's voice is just like, he's cracking his voice. He doesn't I like, know. he's not warmed up. This was a good vocal show. <clears throat> yeah. Also, yeah, it just didn't get too trippy because, uh, like, I've heard. 
Phil Lesh talk about like, oh, set one is like we're rocking and we're having fun. Set two is when we ascend to a different celestial plane. Mm-hmm. And because there was an intermission here, but it also felt like set two still just had some rocking in it. Yeah, and I think set two, they, they borrowed from both sides of this right. intermission. Uh, did you have any favorite songs that you liked either of you or some of your faves that they got to play they they played some, some i, I kind of wouldn't know unless you played them back and i was yeah, like right, oh right. yeah that one but i was surprised how many i knew mm-hmm. like uh, uh you know you, you absorb it from culture more than you'd think yeah some of those were covers i think still that, that you would but but i mean still like hey look any familiarity was really helpful to yeah. like make yeah. me feel uh tucked in a welcome bobby mcgee bosom. that was one of the covers that's good um there was i like there was a Jack Straw had like a little funny part to it that I hadn't heard before where they were adding like a little syncopation. Mm -hmm. I like that type of shit. And uh, it was a really good, uh, what, a row Jimmy, right? Yeah. Did they play that? I forget. Um, This is when I got my snack. He's Gone. That was good. He's Uh, Gone is one of my faves. Uh, That's that's got like some meaning behind it to me. Ramble on Rose I love. Yep. And I, I, oh, Ramble on Rose is what I, yeah, not Rojo, yeah. Ramble on Rose. That was good. Uh, and I know you writer. That's a, that's a great song. It's yeah, got yeah. one of my favorite lyrics. I wish I was a headlight on a northbound train. I'd shine my light in that cool Colorado rain. Ooh, baby. Ooh. I wish I was a headlight on a northbound train. What's he talking about? It's great. He's nuts. <laughs> he's leading the charge. He's shining through the Hey, we, we got to do some of those sprawling multi-act concerts, huh? A lot of intermissions. That would be great. A lot of lighting changes. We did. Personnel changes. Early, before we were good at being a band, now we're great. Mm-hmm. Remember, we played a very fun show at UCB, and we called it the Sloppy Boys Live at Dodger Stadium. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, and it, the theme of the show, the premise was that we were playing Dodger Stadium, even though we were actually playing UCB. Right, we would pipe in like stadium cheering between songs. <laughs> I think we came out, like, I, I remember I like wore a Dodgers hat when we walked out, and I think we played like Randy Newman, I Love Hilarious. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Dodger That's fans. Um, <laughs> Dodger fans. And, but then we did, we we left the, st- in the home stretch, we left the stage, and we came back out with big mascot heads, and we played yeah, trippy music. Our birthday boys heads from... Uh, Wonderland, yeah. and we did like a drone <laughs> for like two minutes. Yeah, yep. And then Ooh, did we good. did we have the stools, the like three stools with acoustics? Yeah, yeah. Because we did the uh, we we came. Oh, here we to came rock. here to rock rock reprise. <laughs> yeah, we, we've come here to strum. <laughs> we've come here to strum. <laughs> we've come here to strum. <laughs> man, I can't wait to get back on the road. Hopefully that happens again. We got to bring the stools out, man. Three acoustic yeah. guitars, three stools. It's like seeing the fucking Eagles, man. We should. Yeah, let's for our next for our next. We're gonna jam out more. We yeah, got We got to. All right. Well, oh, uh, wait. Um, what's that one? Uh, China cat sunflower. That's a yeah. Fun kind that of always jam. leads into rider. Yeah, baby. I Whatever you too. say, man. <laughs> I love too when that's like, like when when the, the China cat jam is sort of like petering out, and then they find how they're mm-hmm. getting into rider. That's cool. That's cool. <clears throat> well, I think a good time had by all. Yeah, it was Hard really, really very good. Fun and, uh, group there too. Definitely like a bunch of older deadhead types. Sure, we were we were the youngest there by uh, yeah by a couple of years. By, and, years. And by a couple of years, it was also when we went and saw at the ArcLight. It was felt like a meetup at the movies. Mm-hmm. This was sort of a you know speckle of people in a tall in a little art house speckle theater. at the cinema. <laughs> speckle at the cinema. <laughs> the concession guys were itching to get out. Of oh boy, oh, man, yeah. they were they were great. Yeah, didn't didn't like that concession guy. <laughs> Not a huge fan myself. Uh, I will say when you get the um, White Castle sliders at a movie theater, expect them to be 
wet on both sides. Ooh. So they just microwaved them, right? Those yeah, are the frozen. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It was like it was funny because it was all like vegan wet. hippie food and then White Castle sliders. <laughs> yeah, but it, the White Castle sliders were on the like nice chalky looking uh, menu <laughs> yeah. that had like the tofu and the other stuff yeah. right above it. Um, White Castle did White Castle start the word sliders? Because hmm. or did they even call it? I don't think they called it sliders. Did they? I feel like they just like White Castle burgers. Don't know. That's a, I would love to try. I've never had it. Is good. White Castle? Yeah, they're, yeah. they're little tiny guys. They're like... Yeah, that's all I know about them. Yeah. That's all you need to know. They're good. Hmm. Well, well, I implore I implore you, the listener, to watch uh, some Grateful Dead online. You, you can watch whole concerts on YouTube. You can. There's the Grateful Dead movie. Remember that we watched? Love the Grateful Dead movie. It's also... There's a lot... Big world of YouTube, uh, like, analysis. That yeah. That pretty fun. Yeah. It's uh, it's it, you can get real nerdy about it if you want, if you want, if you want. But you don't have. To. You know, it's, I'm in a funny place with it right now, where it was definitely like my pandemic indulgence, and I don't listen to the Grateful Dead so much right now, but I will, I'll return to them. But I kind of overdid it for a little. I think kind of the whole point of them is you're not supposed to overdo it. You, there's mm-hmm. so they say play so much different types of music, it could be the only music you ever listen to, but. I, I, I'm a little burnt out, and it was nice last night to go to that movie and say, oh, I love this Well, shit. seeing it last night put me back on a kick, and when I went on my jog today, I listened to, uh, oh, I forget, but some, some I would love to- The Grateful um, Dead? I don't know yeah, if I'll, Grateful Dead. I don't know if I'll do it, but if I listen to a bunch, you start. do you start to get it down, or are the, do, do the songs sound, does the same song sound radically different every time they play it? Like, Oh, I don't, you know, I like uh, does a song sound different each time? Yeah, like how much? No, no, it's like you know the song, and then like the jamming stuff may be a little different, but I think each note it just feels like an ocean of material, and I'm looking for anything to be a commonality. I'm looking for any repeated. That's for you to find out. I think it's fun to pick a song, find a song that you like, and then search it on Spotify and listen to a bunch because you will hear just like that's a fast one, that's a slow one. That this oh the voice is bad in this (laughs) one. Hey, pick a song you like. Go to the album and listen to like the song before and after. Like let it. Uh, Ooh yeah, that's a good. Let idea. it flow. Um, but yeah, th- that's there are some people who are like, oh man, they know the recording. The guy who did the uh, what's the board? The board recording people are different in different eras. And they're like, I like the way this guy recorded. I like like that's very specific. <laughs> that's dorky shit. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's 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 uh, you can get into it if you want. What if you don't want? You still have to do a little bit. I like um, I like ninety one. I like Bruce Hornsby. I like the that era. I, I like I also I like Eyes of the World. Yeah, that was a good. That was the that was good that, on that show. They opened with that. Oh well, well, good yeah. episode, good app, good time. Let's do that again next year. It sounds like uh, they're doing that every year. Who knows? Do you think that the in the future the slopheads will sort of be studying our episodes and and playing them in sure. community settings just like that? Yeah, like, sure. So. Oh, this one, uh, you know, Los Feliz twenty two, man. That yeah, they will one. have been animated at that point. Ooh, I don't fully like, animated. I don't like the board mix of that. I like Kagger's remix of that track. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> yeah, we should give the uh, we should give our episodes to people and have them remix. We'll them. give them the stems, the raw tracks of oh, the podcast. Oh yeah, of the podcast. <laughs> Um, well, folks, we hope you like this week's um, cocktail episode, the main feed. You're it's, gonna, it's, it's a doozy. Uh, we think it is a doozy. It. Tell your friends. It'll knock you down. Uh, it'll knock you down. Be careful with it, please, if you do it. Bye, folks. Bye. I know.
dad gonna miss me when I'm gone. A lot of harmonizing that band. We gotta start harmonizing more. Remember there was an Instagram video I showed you guys of uh, uh, Jerry kind of snapping out Bob? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, sing out! <laughs> it's like not... It was like, sing, or like, sing up, not out. or Because so, he was flat in the harmony. He's like, I'm getting it! <laughs> All right, but goodbye. Oh,